0: Hello, dear listeners, this is Tim, and I apologize in advance for the audio quality of this episode. Chris and I always try our best to put out the best quality uh, every time out. Unfortunately, this time it fell a little short in our opinion, but please do enjoy the show. Uh, Also, during the recording, I would like to make a correction. Uh, In it, I called Joe Walsh of the Eagles, classic rock band Joe Crocker, a silly error and mistake on my part. With that, happy Thanksgiving, and have a great one. Enjoy the show. Oh, yes, I hate this. It is revolting. More, please. Guaranteed disaster. Like eating a burrito before sex. Happy Thanksgiving, THSP fans, and welcome to The Freak Show, a place where if you love the horror genre, then you're family. Kind of like Olive Garden. Tonight's holiday special will sound a little different to our long time listeners. Unfortunately, our usual guest, Dave, sadly couldn't be with us tonight. We- <laughs> wow, that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Uh, but we hope to have him on again very soon. Anywho, we do have a great episode for you, our dear listeners, tonight. We'll be covering the brand spanking new film, Thanksgiving by Eli Roth, that was just released on November 17th of 2023. So this will be a spoiler-heavy show for our new listeners. So if you don't want the film spoiled for you, you'll want to listen up until right after the audio version of the trailer. I'll remind you once more before Chris begins his oh-so-fine pumpkin spice synopsis. Unfortunately, due to some technical difficulties, we will not have a Kids Corner segment this time out. We hope to have a, a double dose, possibly next month, for our season finale. So with that, the table has been set, and Chris and I have been hard at work. So Chris, my good man, how are you? I hope you didn't burn the yams again.
1: No, I didn't, but I have to say it is very disappointing that Dave cannot join us. It's, I know. Uh, I, I know. mean, I well, and it's kind of funny because this movie in this particular episode would not have been picked had it not been for Dave. But yes, um,
0: I was thinking along sometime, somewhere along the, uh, somewhere along the lines of. Next Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, let's. Uh, I'm gonna set the scene here for everybody here, and you know, just to explain why Dave is not here, and also because Dave's he not, not here, will, man. <laughs> yeah, and since he's not here to defend himself, that gives us ample opportunity to give him a lot of shit on here, so that way he can't say anything back, but <laughs> or at least when he joins us next time. But um, basically, Dave, I, I believe Dave has came down with a bad case of the herp. No, no, no i believe he that too <laughs> I, I, I believe he caught the vid as we like to specifically say or yeah. is yeah i mean but basically dave got sick and um he was well no actually wait a minute well okay yeah he did get sick and he did join us but before that before all of that um you know tim and i when we try to set up these special episodes, we try to set them up way in advance. About two, about two or three
0: months out, so give plenty, yeah, of pe- well, plenty of time to, to. Yeah,
1: no, not just two or three months. Like just month, like maybe even like six or seven months in advance, because you know the the thing about this this type of episode is that uh, trying to find a Thanksgiving themed horror movie is oh pretty, yeah yeah difficult. So yes, we that do is our true. best but at the same time we also try to find a movie that would fit in the mold of the concept of is the movie going to be good or is it a you know a turkey is it a bad movie yeah. so so a cranberry so, mold if you will <laughs> right, right. so um tim um, had found a title that we were going to do
0: and it was pretty shitty
1: yeah and just exactly what we were looking for
0: it goes right along with our, with our theme
1: right right and tim pitched it to dave and what did Dave say? Tim? Dave
0: said, "I'm not doing that," and they respond like two seconds later, "I'm doing this." I'm like, "Okay, now, we'll try to work it out." And that was, know, I think, I'm... back in September. I want to say, the middle of September.
1: Right now, look, and I'm I, if Dave is listening, I, I am, I am giving him a hard time about this. It's, it's nothing. But we love personal. you, Dave. We love you, Dave. But I did remember saying something like, "Wow, that's the first a guest is trying to uh, hijack our show and uh, tell us what we're supposed to program." <laughs> But, I said, but um, it was very possible we could do that show. I mean, we can do that movie, I should say. Excuse me. We could do that movie, yes. but we had to really, we had to really like bend the schedule as it would <laughs> to, to make it fit. And it was all nice and squared away. And then Dave, and then Dave gets sick. <laughs> so he, so not only, not only did we change this to fit Dave's specifications, but <laughs> he didn't he, even show up. He didn't like... even show up. Yeah. And by the way, Dave, if you're listening, I'm just having fun here. I'm not. I'm not yeah. trying to. You know, because at the end of the day, I did. I did actually enjoy seeing this movie. So yes. I mean, I'm not gonna. So I'm not gonna say it was a waste. It wasn't a waste. And but I'm... I was looking very forward to hearing Dave's take on it. And then, of course, you know. Oh, and, he, he, he gets ill. Right.
0: So, <laughs> and, and and dear listeners, I apologize uh, if you hear me like ho- coughing up a lung or snorting. I'm trying to hit the cough button as as, as much as I can here, <laughs> but I, well, I think, I, think
1: it's, I, I I think it's because you talked to Dave. You caught I caught I caught I caught the vid and the herp. <laughs> the vid and the herp. Yeah. yeah the vid yeah. herp. The vid herp. <laughs> well, oh, that's it's the a it's a brand new strain. Yeah, oh, my God. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, but nevertheless, um, despite Dave not being able to make it and despite us cooking a hearty meal fit for three people, Tim and I have decided (laughs) to... To endure our own cooking and, uh, you know, basically save whatever leftovers that we have for Dave, if he ever chooses to come by again. Christopher, there um, will be no leftovers. Oh, I, oh my God. You're <laughs> absolutely right. There will be no leftovers. There will be none. None. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, if you're listening, there's none for you. Sorry, buddy. Anyway, but but um, nevertheless, we are going through with this. Yes. Um, I, I must apologize up front. My, my synopsis will not be quite as hilarious as Dave's is. You know, That's but, okay. Uh, I,
0: think, I think Dave, if he uh, when he actually does watch the movie, I think he'll find it hard to really try to poke fun at this one as much as like the other ones of let's say, well, uh, thanks killing or right, right. whatever,
1: or, 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 or even better if Dave never watched the movie. No, which...
0: oh, well, we, we, won't, we don't need to go down that road again.
1: Well, well, I don't know if we told this. If we have told the story, folks, I apologize. It's been nine
0: years, Chris. We've told at some point. Yeah,
1: but but, but but it's still enjoyable to us because it just shows. How much we love Dave's ridiculousness and you know I guess you can say irreverence. Right. But, uh, I we this was way back in the days when we had Severpod. That was the super evil vampire robot podcast of doom, uh, devised by Mark Elrissman and um, Ken Zuckerman, and uh, we were doing the uh, puppet the puppet master uh, tr- series, and uh, Dave jumped on board. And did a synopsis, despite the fact he did not watch one damn movie. (laughs) He did not watch one damn scene. Well, and then Larry said, popped out of the bushes and said, what? No, no, no. he said that he, he said the character's name was Milo. Oh, Milo. <laughs> and, yes. we were like, and we were just like, God, dying. you had a really good memory. Jesus. <laughs> I know, I remember it like it was yesterday in in, in that case, back in 2012 or something. Or I mean, I, I
0: remember him popping on, not uh, watching it and making it up on, on the fly, but I forgot the character's names he made well, up. Well, he
1: did it to us afterwards that he was quite hammered when he did that as well. So Dave hammered. No. no, I, I thought I, I thought he held a, I thought he held his own quite well at yeah, the time so I did. didn't even think he was but uh, yeah I, I mean so yes folks as much as we tried to keep a um how many years has it been Tim this About, is our ninth uh, this
0: is our ninth season Chris so oh my god so, so you figured we did, b- b- going back to Severpod that's at least 11 12 yeah, years yeah but he,
1: but even the um, Thanksgiving themed episode we did that uh, oh my god how think when was the first one we did that was that back in 2000 and sh- oh man i don't even, you know what i don't even feel like doing the math <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you feel old yeah let's just say we had a pretty good we had a pretty we had a pretty good streak going on until dave got ill so. <laughs> but but hopefully he'll be back for the next one and or, or maybe you know we are toying with him joining us for another episode soon but we're not sure yet you know we're not going to say what it is yes. but but uh, nevertheless, the, the the window is always open. The window well, is always.
0: Open. It's funny we're talking about things that, of of the past, right? And real quick, I just want to mention that. So you know how Facebook has those memories, right? Well, they also have it for our for our our official uh, Facebook page, uh, that Horror Show podcast. And yeah. eight years ago, on November twelfth, twenty fifteen, I said, "Hey, horror fans, Chris and I are heading into the studio Tuesday, October seventeenth, to record our next episode, that Scream franchise episode." Uh, but I got the, I got even, missed, I, I mistyped that, and it should have been November instead of October. Oh, but But well. um, we're heading into the studio uh, November 17th to record our next episode. That Scream franchise episode, it will drop on Sunday, November 22nd. Also, stay tuned. Working on a Thanksgiving treat for you all, and, but now, if you go back to listen to our last episode of that Back to School episode, you'll find out that Nate <laughs> did a, his own uh, review of Scream, so... Everything has come full circle once again.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's also interesting you mentioned the studio recording days. That was back in the day when we actually had a quote-unquote budget, <laughs> We we recorded in the studio. For free. <laughs> that that For fit free, our budget. Yeah, free, yeah, yeah. Free fits anybody's budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, the studio setting was very nice-looking. I mean, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. it looked like we were actually recording in professional circumstances. Oh, well, we but... did. We
0: we had to. We had to, dude. We had a soundproof booth every month for like right. four hours. We had top-of-the-line audio equipment at the time that was run by actual audio engineers. So if we had any issues with the way we sound, which I apologize, guys, we're using Skype and Amalto, so that's why it. Some episodes sound better than others, but we try to keep it you know, the quality at least on the same level
1: ish. Yeah. But, um, no, it's, it's, uh, what I was trying to say though, is yes. that, uh... It's interesting how that was then versus what it is now. Although right. The fact that we're still here doing this is just, you know, it just goes to show what the concept of perseverance is. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean if, if worse comes to worse, Tim and I would have probably have like hijacked our way into like a Chicago radio station and just try, <laughs> and just try to. There's got to be one
0: FM station we can get on. One FM, yeah. a- a- or actually one AM
1: station. Well, I mean, or, or just record, you know, in secret so that way like, no one can figure out that we're doing it at their studio. But um, no, it's uh but I'm trying to remember though, when was the last time I mean like how when, when did we first do yeah, I mean our first been, Oh jeez, oh, our first God. you
0: know, even yeah. even our first episode I, I didn't start putting like when we originally recorded on, but I wanna say if you want to just vamp for a minute, I could probably find
1: out. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 I think I have the answer. It's we've done this for quite a long time. It's been it's <laughs> it's, it's
0: so... been about nine years. So if you yeah. figure twenty fifteen ish? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so yeah, we've 20... been at
1: this for a long time. Yeah, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> just haven't... just
0: just subtract nine, Chris. <laughs> yeah.
1: Still haven't reaped any financial rewards from. Oh, absolutely, yet. absolutely
0: not. In fact, <laughs> in fact, we it this has cost us money. <laughs>
1: while while others make money, this has cost us money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not a lot of money. I have to say, no, so that's no. always a good thing too. But um, anyway, so I'm Tim. I'm. Tim's gonna ask me what I've been up to, yes. so I'll just go ahead and cut through it. Not a whole lot. Working, oh, <laughs> and, and also prepping for upcoming winter. You know, I, I don't know what it is. I always feel like when winter's coming, it's gonna be a long one. So you know, I'm just trying to, yep. get things set, take care of things around the house, get the leaves up from the break the leaves up from the yard, oh. maybe put certain things away, store things up, you know, that type of thing. Oh so,
0: yeah, I get but, it, buddy.
1: Um, have you guys gotten any snow out there in your area yet, or is it thankfully feel... we we did
0: on Halloween for about a day oh, yeah. a day a day, and they went away and th- I'm thankful because not even they came in so fast that none of the uh, all, not all of our leaves have dropped so uh thankfully that went away, and much like you they spent the last uh, Past couple of weekends, just uh, leaf blowing all the, uh, the, the the leaves into the yard and then mulching the shit out of them, um, and I gotta say my yard looks really really good right now. Uh, the, all the leaves are down. All the, all the leaves are like mulch, defined dust. It's so it's just a co- nice coating, and uh, for the most part everything looks great. I'm uh, ready for winter. Not yet. I'm almost there. I just got to put out some Christmas decorations before the ground hardens.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting till summer again. You know, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong.
0: Once I put once I put dear old Santa in the ground, he's not coming up until probably St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I don't I'm not trying to rush it too much. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So that's what's going on with you, pal. Right. Uh, yeah,
1: not much going on on my end. Just trying to get ready for the new year too. You know, twenty twenty four will be upon us soon. Woohoo! So. Yeah, well, hopefully it'll be a good year too. <laughs> I gotta say though, t- t- two thousand twenty three has been pretty, pretty. Yeah, decent, I, so. it's
0: been all right. It's been good. I can't complain. Um <laughs> uh, but yeah, for, uh, for me I much like you um you know a lot of yard work just working um I did uh Friday uh, the 17th uh, November 17th I I took off to go to the movies um and then my wife and I turned into a date day so we saw the movies t- we saw the movie together um and then we went to uh a few hours later went to Coloring Mind and uh did a friends trivia night there. And uh, I painted some uh, ceramic stuff, and that was a lot of fun. And then um, Saturday, uh, my wife was able to score us some tickets from her work, which was awesome. We we had a um, box seats at the for, um, for at the Excel Center, which is where the Minnesota Wild play hockey, and we got to see the farewell tour of the Eagles, uh, and that was awesome, and uh, the Doobie Brothers actually opened up for them. So it was a, it was a night of uh, great music, and I, I thoroughly had a blast, and it didn't cost us much. Cause...
1: See, and when you said the Eagles, I'm sorry, but <laughs> have you seen the Big Lebowski?
0: No. I mean, it's been a while, so you have to refresh my memory. No, I,
1: re- I remember there was a scene in there where Jeff Bridges in the back of a trunk. And, I'm sorry, the back of the of – the, not the trunk, the the back seat of a taxi cab. Okay. He got beaten up, and he he telling the taxi cab driver to turn the music down. And then he says, he says, "Can you turn the music down?" And for the and, and I hate to tell you this, man, but I hate the fucking Eagles, man. <laughs> you know what? I,
0: I, I do remember seeing that movie, but I, I don't remember that line. But okay. <laughs>
1: no, it's just when you said you saw the Eagles. I yeah. just reminded yeah. me of it. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, but I gotta say the, the concert was amazing. Um, and the fact that that these guys are still going. I mean, they've been doing this for like fifty some odd years, and yeah. uh, the, the they were as you know the, the as on the stage as they, they're you know throughout the night they they do a little talking to the audience you know whatever, and um, I forget one of the band members one of the founding members was saying okay and now we're gonna hear from some of our newbies uh, that are, have joined the band they've been here with us twenty years, <laughs> and uh, the crowd went crazy and then they get to Joe Crocker who I don't know if you don't know who Joe Crocker is but he is. Uh, the guitarist uh, one of the guitarists and a phenomenal guitarist at that uh, for the eagles and he joined them and i want to say he was, uh four years after they had been founded so he wasn't there at the very beginning but he was there pretty much um, thereafter um, but he and in fact his birthday is today he just turned i want to say 75 or 76 years old the man has not lost a beat with uh, shredding the his uh uh guitar in fact they call call him the master of the stratocaster because that guy can still grind and still put on a hell of a show with the guitar his voice however is going um and, and, as obviously someone will it's it's 76 years old um but he could still play the hell of that guitar man and it was so beautiful and then they'd have a they did a um the rendition of um uh Hotel California was amazing I, just, I, can't, I, can't, I I can't can't get goosebumps just talking about it. Anyway, but that's what I did Saturday night. And uh, here we are on Monday, and I uh, went back to work and uh, watched the Bears lose on Sunday and watched the Vikings lose on Sunday. Well, so,
1: you know, watching the Bears lose on Sunday, let's just be honest. We all know that it was going to happen. There was no yeah. – <laughs> You know what? Here, here's
0: the thing, Chris. They were winning for three and a half quarters of football, and I let myself hope again, and I, I shouldn't have done that. Once, once you let hope in, it's all it's all over.
1: <laughs> yeah, what you should do is when they're doing well, and then when it gets to the last part, that's when you switch your bets. <laughs> like, okay, you know what? Now I'm going to go with, you know, and, and in a way, you know, if you You win, never lose. <laughs> you never lose. So in a way, you can thank the Bears for that. Thank you for losing. That way I took what money I had on you and, and put it on the opposing team, and well, I won. And then it's like, hey, you know, well, really <laughs> talk quick. about something that worked.
0: <laughs> oh, I got, I got really quick before we head into our trailer and all the, other, the fun stuff, the meat and potatoes of the episode. I got to say that uh, I, th- I know I think one of the reasons why Dave's not joining us right now is also. Well, yeah, I'm, not, I'm saying he's getting over being sick and, you know, he's got to catch up on work and family stuff and all that good stuff. But I am playing him in fantasy football right now and I am kicking his ass. <laughs> you know, he doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> but anyway, this is what it,
1: happens, Dave, when you don't come on the show. I'm, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> suck, suck it up, dude. <laughs> All right. You're sick. Who gives a shit? Just come on the show. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, yeah. But I do wish Dave a. I do wish Dave a good recovery. You know, Because yeah. we need him. We need him on this show next yeah. time. So yeah. 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 I, I I believe
0: he's fully recovered now. He's just ha- catching up on work and family stuff. So I get it. It,
1: it. Yeah, you know what, and that's the important thing too. You know, as yeah. long as he, as long as he. It has the family to uh, you know provide for and everything and, and you know be the loving father that he is. Oh, of course, yeah, I'm all for that too. Just yeah. very disappointed he could n- yeah. not. I think the show would have even been hilarious if he was if he came on. And he just sounded like he was completely ill. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would have made everything so. Much... <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. We love you, Dave. It's just like I said, we we, we have to give you shit once in a while.
0: Of course, of course. And and Dave, he takes it as well as he gives it, you know.
1: Oh, yes, he does. He's a good sport. He is a good sport. Hey, he sat through several shitty movies. Yes. (laughs) And then he misses the good one. Yeah, he misses the good (laughs) one. So joke's on you, Dave. (laughs) Don't worry. Next year is going to be a real bad one buddy. We're going to make him (laughs) review two of them. (laughs) I can hear him just screaming already. <laughs> Stop it. Oh. And it! And real quick, it was great too because we were we were saying, "Oh man, he does one episode a year for us, and it yes. happens to be this one." <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> so.
0: Okay, (laughs) so listen up, Chris. Listen, I'm sorry. Listen up, Chris, and listen up, dear listeners. Okay, so before we carve this bird, that is a Thanksgiving film. We will roll that trailer, and we'll be back with Chris's yummy synopsis. Be back in a few. I've
2: done. plenty to be thankful for My needs are small, I buy them all at the five and ten cent store
1: Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for
2: I used to love this town Until what happened that night? Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and I'm tired of pretending like everything is normal, and it's not. I want things to go back to normal, too.
1: Show some enthusiasm. Thanksgiving is an institution here.
0: Sick, call it again.
1: This is weird.
2: We're all tagged, and our names are at the table. But why us?
0: The longer this goes, the more twisted it gets. The weapon he's using is straight off a Thanksgiving table.
2: I don't want to spend my life looking over my shoulder. We need to stop him.
0: to be a very happy thanksgiving let's see okay and we're back dear listeners this would be the time to put us on pause if you don't want the film spoiled for you then please rejoin us after you've seen it again spoil spoiler heavy wait for the bell sound
1: Okay, Christopher, take it away, Pilgrim. All right, we are tackling Thanksgiving from 2023, directed by Eli Roth, written by Jeff Rendell, and story by Eli Roth and Jeff Rendell. Uh, So, before I start my synopsis, full disclosure, I'm not a big Eli Roth guy. Now, that's not to say it's because of Roth's talents behind the camera, which I believe he is quite good at. It's just the consistency of his cinematic output, or I should say slightly inconsistency of his cinematic output that kind of sort of leaves me a bit cold. But despite my personal issues with his works, I cannot deny that Roth has managed to, for a lack of a better way to describe it, carve out a good career for himself after rising from the ranks working as a production manager in film and television, as well as supervising online content during the early days of the Internet. And Roth's big break would be none other than Cabin Fever, which originally started out as a script written by Roth and his buddy Randy Perlstein. The concept was based on an incident that happened to Roth while he when, while he was visiting family friend's farm in Iceland in 1991. Apparently, Roth contracted a skin infection while riding ponies and he figured the infection concept would make for a horror movie debut. The script development for Cabin Fever started in 1996 and it would be it would be in 2001 in which Roth managed to raise 1.5 million dollar budget from private investors. By the time 2002 rolled by, Cabin Fever was finished and presented at the Toronto International Film Festival and Lionsgate would grab the distribution rights for a cool 3.5 million luck would be on Roth's side, for Cabin Fever became Lionsgate's highest-grossing film, resulting in the distributor's stock options to rise as well. So, for inasmuch as I personally find Cabin Fever to be a very well-shot piece of garbage, it did well, and hey, you know, what do I know, right? But Eli Roth's career was on its way with his next project, Hostel, in 2006, proving that Roth could certainly do far better than his early debut. And then following it up with the far less interesting, in my opinion, Hostile Part 2 from 2007. Roth's attempts at aping the 80s Italian cannibal horror genre came with the rather blah The Green Inferno in 2013. And then he turned towards remaking Death Wish in 2018. Now then, let us jump in the wayback machine to 2007. Directors Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino unleashed Grindhouse, a four-hour epic Made to, Im- made to imitate the concept of the drive-in double features of yesteryear. The production featured two movies, Planet Terror by Robert Rodriguez and Death Proof by Quentin Tarantino, while the midsection break featured fake trailers for upcoming movies like Simon Pegg's Don't and Rob Zombie's Werewolf Woman of the SS. For Eli Roth, his contributions was a 1980s-style grungy, tongue-in-cheek slasher trailer that was titled... Thanksgiving and sensing an interesting concept Roth announced he planned to turn his fake trailer into a real movie but back and forth rewrites and years of teasing announcements amounted to very little but eventually in early 2023 it was announced that Roth would finally make Thanksgiving and now here we are so <clears throat> Thanksgiving opens in In the year of 2022, in the town of Plymouth, Massachusetts, and we are introduced to the Wright family, headed by patriarch Thomas Wright, played by Rick Hoffman. Thomas runs the highly successful retail chain store Wright Mart. (laughs) Get the joke, folks? (laughs) And the store will fully be open on Thanksgiving night before the traditional Black Friday date. And because of this, Thomas has decided to bump up extra security assistance due to the huge mob of people waiting outside that are anxious. To pick up that new waffle maker. but <laughs> Was that ever a really a big thing? <laughs> it was not, but but Eli Roth sure made it look like a thing. <laughs> but before the insanity occurs, the Wright family is busy celebrating their own Thanksgiving celebration with teenage daughter Jessica, played by Nell Verlach, and stepmother Kathleen, played by Karen Klich, whom Jessica does not like. Also celebrating the Thanksgiving festivities is Jessica's boyfriend Bobby played by Jalen Thomas Brooks, and the two of them decide to cut out of the party and be with their friends. Evan, played by Tommaso Sanelli, Scuba, played by Gabriel Davenport, Gabby, played by Addison Ray, and Eula, played by Jenna Warren. But Jessica and her friends decide to make a little detour to Mart, as one of them needs a new needs to buy a new cell phone and they manage to get inside the store through the back door, and that pisses off the huge crowd of people that demand to be let in. But despite store manager Mitch, played by Ty Olsen, having the doors locked, the crowd manages to break through the parking lot gates and break the door open, resulting in an onslaught of crazy consumers knocking each other over, all the while one of Jessica's friends videos the whole event. Bobby gets his hand broken when one of the nutty consumers walks on it, but that isn't the worst of it. Mitch's wife, Amanda, played by Gina Gershon, falls to the ground and tries to crawl away from the insanity, but her head gets crushed by two shopping carts banging into her head, and she dies instantly. So, cut to 2023. Thanksgiving is upon the town of Plymouth, but the memory of the Wright mob is still in the hearts and minds of some of the townspeople, despite the Wright family settling the lawsuits out of court. And Thomas Wright intends to open his store on Thanksgiving, like he did last year. With and more we security. T- Mm -hmm. with more security. And while the town preps for their upcoming Thanksgiving parade in a few days, there is a masked killer that has decided to take the matter into his own hands and killed the patrons responsible for starting the consumer mob. But the Wright family isn't safe either, since they were responsible for opening the store on Thanksgiving night in the first place. Jessica and her friends received mysterious texts and tags from someone by the name of John Carver with cryptic threats and images of people that have been killed. Up to Sheriff Eric Newton, played by Patrick Dempsey, and his team to put an end to these horrendous killings. But the mass killer seems to be one step ahead of everybody, making sure there will be no leftovers. Yes, that is Thanksgiving. And um, so. (laughs) Golf
0: clap, that's amazing.
1: So, um, when it was decided to go see this movie, I did make it very clear (laughs) to Dave and Tim via a text all right we'll go see this i'll go we'll go see this movie but for the record i am not a big eli roth fan (laughs) so but nevertheless i paid my money to go see this movie in the theater and it's been a while since i've been in the theater too so it was like kind of um you know a little bit of a nice little um i guess uh Road trip or a road day trip. trip? Yeah, a night trip, I should say. I went to the 1005. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. By the Wait, way, someone, not, what's not, it going? A huge, not a huge crowd out there, I have to say.
0: Well, <laughs> but, you know, actually, it uh, did pretty well. It came in number three or four at the box office. Yeah. Um, I,
1: guess, I guess the market where I live isn't quite into this type of thing. But anyways.
0: <laughs> well, you, you saw it really late at night, and I saw it really early on a friday morning yeah. I, I i you saw, you caught the what the 1005 show i caught the 1130 a.m. show so it was me and my wife and i think probably another two people giant uh, place we had plenty of room to kick back and relax and I, you know i prefer actually seeing it by myself without where i don't have to listen to like all the oohs and ahs. Sometimes that's adds to the, the your movie going experience, and some most of the time
1: for me it detracts. Well, I think that would work with this movie, considering that it's this over the top slasher right. movie that eighty with the the, the 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 a throwback to the 80s slasher movie. Right. Well, and, and also too, you know, thanks kill Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Wow, it's going to be hard to differentiate between the two, even though as we all know, this is the better movie, but <laughs> the but, uh, thanksgiving when i saw when i saw grindhouse which i was back in 2007 i did go see that theatrically um i do believe uh mark was with us i'm trying to remember who else came with us i don't know did you come with us that I, time? I don't think so i don't think so okay well and i gotta tell you the trailer the original mock trailer was like perfect for that you know rowdy audience aesthetic i mean it was I remember the audience really was into it. They were really just like, you know, you know, whatever scene that was supposed to make you squirm, it was there. Whatever scene that was supposed to make you laugh, it was there. You know, so it, it, I kind of see that working with this movie to a degree. The audience that was there at the theater that I saw it at, it wasn't that big, but it was. They weren't that rowdy, but some of their reactions were pretty interesting <laughs> and it, didn't, it did help the movie a little bit. That's cool. But, um, but I will say this. I, I think one of the reasons why I don't go to the movies anymore or I should say go to the movie theaters anymore is because of how overly corporatized and commercialized it is when you go sit in front of the movie screen and they're playing you commercials for Pizza Hut or whatever. <laughs> and, 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 and the, the same the same trailer styles that play all the time with the loud, with like the loud thud music and the constant cutting the black and shit. I, I swear to God, I was actually sitting there and I put my hand over my head and I said, please let the next trailer be like for some eighties porno or something. You know, <laughs> something, that would, something that would make me laugh, you know, that would, but no such luck, but nevertheless, the movie began and, um, you know, I, I I was pleasantly surprised by it. I thought, you know, for an Eli Roth movie, this I as I told you by text, Tim, I thought this was his best film by far, by far. So so um I did enjoy I did enjoy it. I I think one of the things I did like about it was that it as you said to me in a text based on one of the reviews, it's a throwback to the 80s slashers. Right. Yeah. But it's not set in the 80s it's no, set
0: in and, and, and as much as I, and as much as we love the 80s and I love movies based in the 80s it was nice to see something that had the 80s flare without being necessarily in the 80s
1: right I think if I had to say maybe one disappointing aspect of that is that I I thought the movie looking at it through that lens I thought that I thought Thanksgiving was probably a little too slick and streamlined for that I, I kind of wish it had the grainy. 80s, you know, visual aesthetic to it to to sell it a lot more. But as a whole, I was still I was still pleasantly surprised by it. I still enjoyed it for what it was. I do think the reveal of the killer was a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. Although, although, uh, spoiler alert: if you've seen the movie The Prowler, you'll understand what I mean.
2: Well, well,
1: well,
0: well Chris, I already rang the bell. Uh, I, you know, so. Yeah, if yeah, but. They, I told them that we're spoiler heavy, so you know, they're this is them, this is on them now.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I know in case no one paid attention. But yep. anyways, oh, that's great. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I, I, but I thought to myself, man, I guess Eli Roth saw the Prowler, and as, as you, as you know, Tim <laughs> Farley Granger played a uh, very minor <laughs> character that ended up being a very important character. But you know
0: what, <laughs> I will say this. The, this is the most I've ever seen the cops be on the ball trying to catch the killer. They actually seem like they tried to give a fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what, though? That See, I think that's a problem, too, occasionally with writing is that the cops in these slasher movies are kind of like third characters. They're not that involved. Right. And you do begin asking questions like, where are the police? Why are they not involved here? I mean, right. this, this, this is not an isolated incident. The person read the newspaper about a horrible killing. Going on. <laughs> I mean, what's going on here? But I do agree with you. The cops in this movie are very, 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 very involved in, in the situation. <laughs> so much so that you do you do root for them quite a bit. Because right. I was like, man, they're really trying to catch this guy who well, was killing this th- people."
0: people. Th- 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 there's a scene that we'll talk about coming up. Um, very shortly and uh where the 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 kids are in the the um the the high school and uh the cops are right outside taking putting up the police tape <laughs> and they're right there <laughs> they just don't they just don't see it
1: <laughs>
0: oh, so they're but, in the but, vicinity,
1: right? But, <laughs> I mean, you know, Tim, what did you think when you first saw this? I, 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 mean, what, I gotta think, say, did to, it meet your completely meet all your expectations? Where did, you go, it, or did it, you go into a cold thinking, okay, maybe no, yeah.
0: no? So I, I went, I, 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 heard some positive reviews. I'm like, okay, I, which got me excited. I'm like, I'm like, Tim, please don't get too excited because you've been on this thread before. You know, overpromise, underdeliver. You know, um, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm like, okay. And then when the when the, the, the lights went down and the you know the screen came up and the it started playing, I'm like, okay, all right, cool, cool. cool. And then I saw the uh, the text or the the, the font on, on the food thanks or thanks. I almost said to myself, killing, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay. And I'm like, I, I, I dug I dug the uh, some of the, some of, the, some of the, ah, the opening cinematography. And I'm like, okay, the music's playing. Okay, I like it, I like it, I like it. Okay. And then I'm like. I'm like, holy shit, Gina Gershon's in this movie?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh shit, she's gone? Yeah, she kind of comes in pretty quickly. But
0: but no, I got to say, overall, I was pleasantly surprised. I I really did like all the red herrings and all the the tropes and the throwbacks and just everything worked. And and it was like one of these movies I felt like, shit, this could be like another kind of like. They could probably make another, do another spinoff or not another spinoff, but at least another sequel um, to this.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of hoping they don't. I, I think the movie kind of works. Yes, well, but, as m-
0: it is. well, much like it, it, it kind of. I'm not. Don't give anything. Well, I, we said spoiler heavy. It, it ended much like My Bloody Valentine, um, so they could always revisit that if they wanted to there's no need to uh but we'll see how the box office continues to play out but um from what i hear it keeps getting uh more and more uh really good decent reviews uh there's some stick in the muds that you know just don't get well, it. well
1: i i think well to be fair you know i think but, but horror
0: uh, movies never or never really it's still always a stepchild of uh the, whole, the yeah,
1: movie industry yeah but i think to be fair about it i i'm 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 wondering if perhaps the critics are nowadays maybe being a little less enthused about today's horror movies because they kind of do feel like they the envelope is constantly being pushed on some of them but to be fair about that too that's a common thread in that genre like since the beginning of time when you know like the movie camera was invented so so it really depends I mean I I, right. I, I, I think the movie is worth checking out yeah I can't say it's the greatest thing I've sat through but as far oh. as like what Eli Roth was able to do from you know what was originally a mock trailer to what he was able to pull off now mm-hmm. you know I think it's I think it's worth checking out well, yeah. I mean there are there are some parts that are, like, a little shaky here and there, but for the most part, would I watch this movie again down the line? I most likely would. So, but uh, and I'm sure you would, too. Oh, yeah. Too. Right, Tim, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so let's go ahead and deep dive. Let's let's, let's get the, the, the knives out and start carving into this special turkey and, you know, savoring the flavor. And this long to- pig. <laughs> yeah. So... Already, the movie is like starting off the bat. You know, it it takes place in two thousand two, Plymouth, Massachusetts, during Thanksgiving. Is it two thousand two? Is it two thousand two? I'm sorry, two thousand twenty two. I apologize. Two thousand twenty two. Okay. Two thousand twenty two. Already, and already, you can see a Halloween like reference here with the POV shot of the camera moving towards the house, and then the Mm. the doorbell rings, and you think it's the killer, and then all of a sudden, no, it's just uh, our local uh, sheriff. Eric New- Newland, played by Patrick Dempsey, who's here to bring um, Thanksgiving dinner to um, uh, his friend's house. And this Detective friend is,
0: McDreamy. Uh... Detective McDreamy. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Now, um, I was telling Tim this off the air. I said, if this movie was made for like a one million dollar budget, um, Patrick Dempsey Sheriff's character will be played by Matt McCoy from <laughs> and if you've never, never seen Matt McCoy before just check out the last few Police Academy movies and you'll understand what I mean but he, but he because Dempsey's character is without question like you know a fairly reasonable nice guy trying to just do his job and keep the peace you know right right <laughs> and I, I was like oh man I can see Matt McCoy playing this part if it was made for like less than a million bucks well-
0: I got. I gotta say, after he after Patrick Dempsey left Grey's Anatomy, I'm so glad he could find work again. <laughs> I was really worried about him surviving on his millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> he didn't have to be in a movie from Thanksgiving. Yes, he must have really liked the script enough to yeah. do it. <laughs> you know, he's like, hey,
0: I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna give uh, racing cars a break for a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna go shoot a movie for two months. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, the rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. I'm gonna. I got. Go on. <laughs> so, um, so he he arrives at his friend's house, which is the um, oh man, I'm trying, Oh yeah, uh, Mitch, yeah, played by Ty Olson, who is um, who's the manager of the local Wright <laughs> And by the way, okay, obviously not subtle. We know what you're referring to. <laughs> Eli Roth, it's not, it's, it's, come on. Whatever do you of,
0: mean, Christopher?
1: Don't put bullshit us. You're talking about Walmart. Come on. Oh, <laughs>
0: what's a Walmart?
1: It would have been better if he, if he did a parody of Target, but it was called Target. <laughs> or what's another word for Target? Yeah. Bullseye oh. or something, or I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Or, or, or Home Depot, Homie depot <laughs>
0: <laughs> well if, then you... If, if you if, if you <laughs> ever watched um the old uh, TV show Chuck uh, where he worked at buy more and it looked just like Best Buy except it was Buy more and it was in green and yellow
1: <laughs> yeah or oppo- or opposed to idiocracy where they actually do present a Costco in there as being like the <laughs> the world leader of the country <laughs> so so but nevertheless so um, and as it turns out um, um Mitch manages the uh the the right Mart and uh he is informed that uh, you're going to have to come over here because um uh, we got an angry crowd of people outside that's Well I thought
0: I, get... thought I thought I thought somebody called off sick or something like that and he needed to go oh, in Oh yeah yeah
1: yeah he, he called off sick Cuz he was so, supposed
0: yeah. to be off for Thanksgiving and be going in yeah. Black Friday. Right.
1: Whatever. Well and the, and the whole thing about that is that Black Friday is supposed to be on Friday but the the, the owners of Right Mart have decided to open up The store, like at midnight, I think it was, or was it like Uh, oh, yeah, it was like
0: well, no, it was like like eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. I'm like, I don't know, it was was, was odd, but I mean,
1: so they can like try to get an increase in sales or something like that. Yeah,
0: well, well, you know, if you remember, it wasn't that long ago that they it used to be first, it was to be the stores open at like four or five, six a.m. in the morning, then it moved all the way up to midnight, then pretty soon they're opening up at like nine o'clock at night. 10 o'clock at night and then it was now it's just all month long <laughs> so yeah. you don't have to worry about it but go right. on
1: but and, and of course um uh, mitch is not very happy about that no and, uh, because the family that owns right mark uh the um uh the Wright family uh gets to sit at home and enjoy their thanksgiving di- dinner while you know they, they have to go in, he has to go in and work right. and they were introduced to that to that family the Wright family uh, Thomas Wright, the father, played by um, Rick Hoffman, uh, and uh, his uh, wife, uh, Kathleen, or I should say his second wife, mm-hmm. Kathleen, played by Karen Klish. Um And, you know, it's the typical, like, wealthy family, you know, they kind of have, they kind of, we can kind of tell they're not quite getting along with each other as much as one would think. You know, you'd, you know it's that classic concept of the wealthy family. You think their their picture is so perfect, and yet it turns out, and it's not really not. Right. <laughs> and so, um, and then there's also Jessica, the daughter played by uh, Nell Verlack, who uh, misses her real mother and pretty much openly uh, criticizes um, Kathleen with uh, open contempt for her. Yes. <laughs> for her character. And then, of course, her boyfriend um, Bobby, played by Jalen Thomas Brooks, is there. And... Who's it was
0: the all-star pitcher? who came from a small town, and he's doing very well in college. Basically, he's got his he's got his meal ticket stamped, and he's ready to go to the pros almost.
1: Yeah, yeah, and this and, and again, Eli Roth doing his slasher movie homework. Whenever there's a movie taking place in a small town, there's always. Some teenage character that's playing on a football team or on a baseball team <laughs> or something like that. Right.
0: I think was it was it. I think it was baseball, right? Because but all, even though all, all his buddies were played football, or was it fo- no? It was baseball. It was baseball. It was baseball. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so, he, pitch- he was a pitcher, or yeah, it was a or, character as a pitcher. Yeah.
1: Right, and then um, Jessica and her boyfriend decide to leave. They're going to go with their friends, uh, Evan.
0: Sco- yeah, go on. Yeah, Evan, Evan Scuba, Scuba,
1: Gabby, and Eula. Yeah, they're gonna go off, and they were gonna go see a movie.
2: They, I yeah, think. right. They were,
0: gonna... they were going to a movie, but uh, one of the characters uh got his phone busted in a fight the night before. Yeah. So they were gonna go to the go to the right Mart and uh, get a new phone.
1: <laughs> and the guy that they got into a fight with was actually out there in the crowd of people that actually sees him. And, he, and I, didn't he have like a black eye too? Yeah, like, yeah, what? right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... But,
0: and you got to love the Boston accents. I, I can't oh, do yeah.
1: it very well. Oh, but yeah. God, the, the Boston accents? Yeah. you got to park oh, the car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you I, doing? And, and I love how, you know, I'm not saying it's necessarily intentional, but I love how Remember Krampus when it opened with that scene of the angry people yes. crashing into the store? Right. This totally feels like the same thing except there's like a far more like vicious mean yeah, to th- Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, there, there's definitely a lot more definitely a lot more violence and a lot more bloodshed than Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, than and, Krampus and by the way, and, and by the way, tramples.
1: Uh, the, the, way how the, the 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 angry mob talks or talks to each other was yeah. like got a, got a hilarious reaction from the, from the crowd I saw it with.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing. Yeah, the, I want to say real quick, I'm going to back up a little bit. The Krampus uh, trampling scene uh, for their, their Black Friday was definitely a lot more tame than th- yeah. this one. This one is definitely much more vicious and had a lot more bloodshed. <laughs> but this is Eli Roth, you know, oh, yeah. like, no. he was going
1: to do... And you know what it was, I think it would be, it was a missed opportunity to have Eli Roth have the character that, the teen I, characters say,
0: I'm, "I'm surprised he didn't appear in a cameo in it in some yeah, place. I didn't see been, him."
1: But it would have been funny if the teen characters said, yeah, "Let's go see the movie. Where are we going to go see? Hey, let's check out that Eli Roth movie. I heard it's like really bloody and disgusting. And it's, you know, like you know, I think it's called Thanksgiving. You know, like." Yeah do like a weird
0: pitch yeah. for your own movie. Yeah, uh, Eli but, Roth. Fuck that guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Eli Roth. Fuck him. That sucker. <laughs> but, anyways, so that's wicked awesome. <laughs> it's, it's awesome, man. Uh, so, that's uh, uh, that is uh, that is something
0: they missed. Nobody said wicked awesome. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: <God. laughs> but go on. <laughs>
1: so, so. Jessica and her friend, friends managed to get inside the building of the Reit Mart because she you know she's obviously the daughter of the owner of the place. Yeah. And the crowd of people see that and they're like how do they get inside there? Come on, let's go through. Well, and, they and they, uh,
0: well they, and they also and did a little antagonizing too like hey, look at us, we're in the store. Ha ha ha. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, and I love how the security there is like three people. Like, you know, it's two people. The manager. I'm like, how is this beefed up security? <laughs> yeah, and one of the security members is played by the annoyingly pudgy podcast comedian Tim Dillon, who I'm, um, I guess listening to red Mike David at Red Bar Radio has rubbed off on me because for some reason I cannot stand Tim Dillon. I know you're not familiar with him. I Tim. have
0: no idea who that guy is. I, would yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Over him. I just, he just, but considering what happens to him later on in the movie, I guess I'll. I'll award it some extra points but we'll get to it when it comes up but anyways so the angry crowd breaks through they crash through the doors they're and yeah they're like trampling each other they, li- each other they literally up.
0: trampled the other security guard yeah one dude gets stabbed I believe and no, a lot one lot of guys well one, one, one dude one dude who broke down the door was part of You know, being shoved through the the glass. He had a piece of glass. Yeah, Yeah, it was a glass. Nobody caught him, but just a shard of, of glass was in his neck. Yeah.
1: Yeah and then he's like and then he's dying but then he, he, he,
0: but he grabs a waffle maker and is holding it to him holding it to yeah, his chest
1: while he's dying like <laughs> on like, top of a pallet I'm like what the yeah. fuck <laughs> while on t- while like curling into a ball and then somebody runs up and just pries it away from him and I'm like and again since we were waffle makers like a big selling those those, those Bostonians
0: <laughs> must really love their waffles shit
1: <laughs> and then now um I believe the Evan character is actually videoing the um um, the insanity that's happening here at this store, you know, while everybody is like, "Come on, stop videoing this, dude," yeah. and everything. He's, like, he's
0: standing up on like the the cashier's, uh, uh, t- um, be- not bench, but um, yeah, where they check out. Uh, and but uh,
1: but that's not the worst of it. Well, before we get to the worst of it, Bobby tries to like. Uh, you know, help That's, somebody. The, but no,
0: he's, he, he goes to try to, help, he goes, oh my God, the security guard's
1: still alive. He's going to try to yeah, crawl yeah, yeah. to him. But then somebody, while he's crawling to him, somebody St- steps on like, his hand. Steps on his hand. Yeah, and pretty much breaks his hand and there goes his baseball career yeah. <laughs> out the window. Yeah. But. The worst of it happens to Gina Gershon, too. Oh, she, so she's not
0: even supposed to be there. She's What she's doing, she's dropping off some uh, um, uh, Thanksgiving dinner to uh, her husband, the manager yeah, of the, the store. Mi- the, yeah, Mitch. Mitch, Mike, yeah. Wilson, yeah. Right. And uh, she, she gets knocked down, and then two shopping carts careen in there and just kind of like sandwich her in between. And then what happens is that she's still kind of alive. But then what happens is the hair gets caught in the wheel of one of the shopping carts and rips part of her scalp off. And uh, that was pretty gross.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, and, and they did feel sorry for her because, like I said, it was like two shopping carts that hit her in the head. Yeah. And, and, and I love it, too. They hit her in the head and kill her. And the two people are, are don't, not even concerned about yeah they just they They're yeah. arguing with each other.
0: Yeah. They, I don't think they even noticed. Yeah. Honestly.
1: But that's like the whole setup for the movie, for what's going to happen throughout the rest of the movie. So now – now we're in 2023 and oh, Christopher, you know, I
0: know what you did last Thanksgiving. Oh, you did?
1: Oh my God. No, I'm I going to do, you know what? That should be the sequel. It should be Thanksgiving too. I know what you did last Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, yes. that needs to be the title. Yes. I don't care if that sounds too long. Get that was stuffed. Great. Yeah, get stuffed. <laughs> so, so now it's like one year later. Yep. And, uh, you know, Mart's going to be doing another sale again, even though, the, the, you know, the memory of that horrible uh, uh, mob incident is still in the hearts and minds right. of many people.
0: Including the daughter of uh, the, 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 the owner, uh, and she's very against it, and uh, yeah, she doesn't want to be a part of it.
1: Well, yeah, it, it doesn't help matter as much that uh, her her and her friends are being uh, tagged in, like, social media posts. um being shown a picture of a Thanksgiving table, table set up with their names on it. <laughs> right. It's like, hmm, I wonder. That doesn't seem strange, does it? <laughs> By the
0: mysterious John Carver, who they yes. can't get a location on or ping his location. Yeah. And uh, we should we should tell who the, the dear listeners who John Carver is.
1: Well, according to Wikipedia, he was one of the Pilgrims <laughs> who braved the Mayflower voyage in 1620. Which really? result, resulted in the creation of Plymouth Colony in America. Well, so, there, there you go. So, and so, so just... they, they they thought
0: it'd be awesome to give out these like really ugly John Carver masks that look like uh, the masks from um, if you remember was it the, the Valentine's Day movie with uh, David Boreanaz? <laughs> was it? Oh yeah. Valentine's Day, and I'm like, oh yeah, that looks really fucking creepy. And then,
2: well, <laughs>
1: but they're great masks.
0: They're very durable. Really, they're very durable masks. But go on, <laughs> Chris.
1: Oh, and then and then of course one character that uh, has been gone for a while is Bobby, the the old boyfriend of Jessica. Right
0: now he's now he not only has he been gone for the year he's been off social media he's gone dark he's like ghosted everyone. So, yeah, he's
1: pretty much gone off the grid basically. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, he comes back, and he's like, hey, what's going on?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, but unfortunately, Jessica now has a boyfriend by the name of Ryan, played by Milo Manaheim, who's, I I, I guess, he was originally trying to go out with her, and right. the, but right. it didn't work out because she ended up being with um, Bobby, but then after that whole incident with this hand being, his arm being broken, and him his, uh, his baseball. Go- Attempted a baseball career now down down the tube. It's yeah, and like...
0: him, him moving away and or going back to school and moving away and like you said, going off grid, uh, and basically her being like a social pariah in in the in the, this town. He was the only one that wanted to date her or be with her. So by process of elimination, she's with this dude, who by the way is not that bad of a guy. Yeah, per se, you know, he's he's, he's they they he doesn't get along with obviously uh, Bobby, but. There are two rival love interests for this young yeah, lady, and,
1: and of course, because of that classic red herring, you know, mm-hmm. hmm, wonder who could the killer be? Could but, it?
0: Would it will, will it be the rich boy who likes her, or will it be the baseball player whose career is cut short and has possibly revenge on his mind?
1: <laughs> Surprisingly, no. <laughs> None <laughs> of
0: that. None of that.
1: No, maybe, maybe
0: it's stopped. the manager
1: of Wright Mart. That's a could uh, be one. No, but his character <laughs> does disappear from the narrative. Yes. Like, almost immediately, and then slowly comes quickly comes back during the Thanksgiving parade sequence, and then disappears again. And we never see him. All it's almost like he. It's almost like he just fell out of the movie.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so. So, later at night, there's a waitress at this local diner. Um who is was one of the people responsible one for this. The the one of the main instigators, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, she, surprise, surprise, she meets a bloody demise from a crazy killer dressed up as John Carver. <laughs> Tim, like, so... The is diner's
0: why? giving out these stupid masks,
1: <laughs> okay? Yeah. Right, but but so how does this go again? It, okay, so she's locking the diner up and she's about to leave. Right. And oh,
0: then, can, can I just tell you one quick thing? My wife turns to me, she goes like... She would never lock up alone. <laughs> I'm like, okay, honey, if you're gonna try to use logic in a horror movie, I can't talk to you right now.
1: <laughs> well, what if she's the owner?
0: You know, <laughs> you, I mean, what
1: yeah. if she's the owner of the diner. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, because she's the owner. <laughs> but no. Um, he, uh, I'm sorry. What were, what were we saying, Chris? What was your? No. So, so
1: um, this waitress, this uh, waitress's death, death sequence is pretty interesting. And yeah. is that he, the killer, takes up, Bucket of cold water and throws it over her head, and then, like,
0: no, no, he no, he, he no, he dunks her head in the sink,
1: in the sink, okay, right, in the,
0: in, in the utility or the, the, the dishwashing sink, and then throws her face against the uh, the freezer door, which I thought was cool. And she, and, it, and I'm like, okay, now he's gonna kill her good. I'm like, he's gonna get her real good. He's, he's gonna be really graphic, and really bloody, and really nice. And I'm like, I'm, I'm getting excited. I'm like, okay, uh, I know where she's going, <laughs> and it doesn't because she escapes <laughs> and she hides in the storage room. <laughs> Or locks herself in the storage room or, or the uh, office with the uh, the monitor, security monitors, whatever. She's she's tr- she's temporarily safe right now.
1: Yeah, and she's trying to like contact the police by her phone, but she can't. She can't flip up the security because of all the blood on the right. slip in her hand. <laughs> I got to give that credit though, because you know the thing about doing these modern era horror movies is that you know from the eighties. In early '90s, not everybody had. I mean, well, the '80s, nobody. There was no such thing as cell phones back then, you know. And in the '90s, not everybody had a cell phone of any right. kind. And if they had did so, have a,
0: and if they did have a cell phone, they needed. They think, like, oh man, the range. We're out of range, or we're we're in a dead zone, or whatever. Right, right. Um, so
1: I mean, it's. A, I thought that was actually a nice little creative touch from from Eli Roth on this one. Right. Too. And then of course she manages to get out.
0: Well, she, she, she no, she 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 hears the killer. Go away! So she so she runs to go grab her purse from the other room, and my wife's like, "What did she do? Why is she grabbing her purse?" I'm like, "Her car keys are probably in her fucking purse." She goes, "Oh yeah!" So she go, which is all logical. So she grabs. So she runs out the back door. She runs to the car. She's looking for her car keys. Who's got her car keys, Chris?
1: Oh, the killer. Oh yeah, that's perfect.
0: (laughs) So this is okay. This tops. The dumbest death scenes, in my opinion. Right, it ranks right up there with Scream, where Rose McGowan's character got killed by the a, a, a doggy door in the garage door.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: there is no fucking way this, what, what what's about to happen can happen in real life. <laughs> but. I digress. And I know I say I digress a lot, but it's because it's a podcast, and it's my show, so I can say what I yeah, want. Yeah,
1: can do whatever the hell you want, yes. <laughs> anyway,
0: so Christopher, he he, he uh, chases her down in the parking lot, and she gets pinned between the car. No, does she get pinned between the car? She kind of jumps. I think the car slams into her, but her her, weight, her 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 body goes into the dumpster, and then the lid closes down on her. And that's what cuts her in half.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then the killer takes her decapitated torso and puts it on top of the right mart sign.
0: Right, which next to, next to the sign half off.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course, you know, the killer takes the top part of her body and puts her in a chair in this non nondes- disc this nondescript area of the dinner table setup and then takes a picture of, of her and then like puts it up on social media and, and sends it to Jessica and all of them. So so basically now um um, Jessica and her friends are kind of figuring out that right. uh, that this this killer on the loose is going to probably not just go after the people that were there at the at the uh, at, at 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 the at the store back in 2022 when the mob, when, when when it was mobbed, but it's also going to go after her and her friends
2: and her family. And family.
1: Yeah, because her family was responsible for having the store open and. Her friends are responsible for video ta- ta- for videoing the whole thing on their phone,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, so of course, um, I believe at one point, um, the security footage from that incident mysteriously disappeared.
2: Right. And
1: um, Jessica tells uh, the the town sheriff, Eric Newland, played by Patrick Dempsey, that she knows that the footage has not disappeared. She knows where it is. And, you know, the police think, well, maybe there might be someone there that could maybe provide us with who the killer might be. Right. So she gets the footage and they watch it. And at one point, they think maybe Ryan could have done could have been involved because right. now this, they see him talking to the security guard yeah, that lets them in. Yeah, I think it's,
0: I forget the security guard name that gets trampled. It's Robert or Bob or Joe yeah. or something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But I felt that this was something where it didn't really go anywhere. I'm like because yeah, he's like he didn't because at this point, uh, the the uh, who's the uh, the. The character, because he was with his other friend, um,
1: Ryan. Are you talking about the, the new uh, boyfriend, Ryan? Or Ryan?
0: Or Ryan um, was with another friend, and they were in school. And I guess this other security guard had to hook up for Adderall, which yeah. he needed Adderall to, to study for his tests. Yeah.
1: So I mean, it's supposed to create the Ryan character as a red herring, but I'm going to be really honest with everybody here. Uh, Ryan disappears from the narrative in this like midway through the movie, and then returns at the end, and is and, and again. Well, I'm not going to say it, I'm, I'm not going to say, it. well, I'm not going to say yet, you can spoil well, it, but just not uh, right well, now. Okay, well, I'll just put it this way, it's not who you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyways, he disappears from the narrative, and, I, and at one point, I was thinking about that on Saturday when I was writing this up, I was like, did his character, like, disappear from the narrative? Because I know he did, because he, he was there at, like, the at the place where they were building all the Thanksgiving, like floats and everything. Remember
0: he's also there to meet the friends. Remember the friends don't really like Ryan. uh, Yeah. And and they're, and then until Ryan gets some football tickets um, Yeah. and and they're at the diner and uh, he kind of wins him over that way. But yeah, like you said, then he kind of disappears for a little bit. He pops, he pops in and out, but yeah, it's, it's very strange.
1: But nevertheless, um, so then we get to our next death sequence, which is what happens to the security guard, Tim Dillon, who, uh, <laughs> his, this, this part was actually pretty funny just because the payoff was actually very worthwhile. Yeah. Tim, why don't you tell us what happened? Okay. To so, Timothy.
0: so, so you see, uh, the poor security guard, the, 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 uh, the scaredy cat that ran away. Uh, apparently even that, because the reason the killer was going after him because he, he, he um, He's part of the problem uh, that the killer, see, he, the killer sees him is part of the problem. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, Tim, uh, Tim knows this, or the character, uh, the security guard knows this, and he's packing his bags and heading overseas for a vacation until this all blows over, I guess. And the Uber's waiting outside for him. He's like, yeah, yeah, I just got to get my passport. You know, he has his passport. The audience sees him put the passport down on the, the table next to his, his, his duffel bag or whatever. I mean, he, but he looks at his cat, and he hears a noise, and he comes back to it. And this and and his, his, uh, his passport's gone. Now, we all know that he had his passport. Someone took his passport. It wasn't the cat. It was not the cat.
1: I thought it was the cat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so so then <laughs> yeah. so then Tim or, or is, it, is that the character's name or is that the, the podcaster's real name? what's his what's the character's name? You don't remember? Uh
1: Tim. Dill- oh, Tim. Oh,
0: Dill- t- oh, t- wait, Tim Dill- okay. Oh, his name? Yeah, the character's name.
1: Tim. Dill- well, his car- his character name is um, d- 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 Manny. Oh, what was it? character name is Manny.
0: Manny, okay. So Manny's looking for. Manny. Manny, okay. Manny's looking everywhere for his, his passport. So, But then he hears a noise and he goes investigating and he grabs a baseball bat and he's like, Oh, I'm going to fucking kill you. I do it every day. I'm a security guard. i like, And then my wife looks at me and she's like, He's a like security guard and he kills people every day?
2: <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Uh
0: huh. <laughs> she's like, You worked security for 12 years. Did you kill anybody? I'm like, No. <laughs> Never. Not once. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that's how, well- I love, I love. how at one point he has to actually like announce, "I have a baseball bat here." You know? yeah, right, right. <laughs> Just and, to let, the, let right. the intruder know that he's
0: armed. Yes, right. And then he yeah. Then he says, but, "I'm a security guard. I kill people." <laughs> but so then he sees the cat on the. I'm sorry. Go on.
1: No, but what happens then? So so it, so, the, man, so he sorry.
0: sees. So he sees the cat. He sees his cat uh, like in the kitchen, and he's meowing, and he's looking at him, and he's like, "Oh." And he, I forget the name of the cab, but he's like, Oh, do you see the bad guy? Do you see the killer? You point him out to me. And then, you know, meow. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the killer comes up behind him and then decapitates him with I, what I can only assume was be piano wire or, something, or, or some sort of like, I he don't even know. Piano
1: wires. Or like maybe, or maybe like yet that thin metallic wire that Yeah. Yeah, probably <laughs> that. But, but, he, but he decapitates him. Right. He's actually a pretty. Funny hey, hey, sequence. Right. Although, but you gotta be I a thought...
0: one strong motherfucker to do that though. But yes.
1: Yeah, well by this point. Yeah I'm like <laughs> And then he takes the No but what does the killer do? Oh, so, he so, takes so, the head. Yeah, then yeah. he's about he's about to leave right then.
0: The, the cat is looking at the killer, the killer's looking at the cat, the cat this is funny. They're both looking at exchanging glances and then the cat goes, Meow Again he's, and then he's like, Okay. He feeds the cat and he leaves <laughs> Oh my god. That, that was funny. I, I will say that that was pretty that was clever. Cool. Um, the, the two de- to do that the two death scenes here uh go from are are, are equally ridiculous, but it was but they work. <laughs> but they work. Um and uh yeah, then we're off to the races again, Chris. Uh so then uh, uh our good bud uh, buddy John Carver starts sending out texts again uh updating his status.
1: <laughs> well, and then <clears throat> We shouldn't forget that, um, um, there's these two characters, uh, these two, these two team characters, uh, Amy and Lonnie and Lonnie's the guy that, um, got into the fight with, um, uh, Evan. Yes. Responsible for breaking the phone. And, Now, this is a holdover scene from the Thanksgiving trailer from 2007, but not quite as vicious as that was. And and no boobies, Chris. Yeah, I know. You know what? Gotta tell you, I am going to subtract some points here. Eli, listen, I understand it's hard to get nudity these days, but... With the, with the budget this movie had, I think you could have gotten some titties in here, you know. At least it at least that 80s flavor. I mean, come on. It, it would have helped. But nevertheless, nevertheless. Savor yep. the flavor, baby. Yep. Now, in the Thanksgiving trailer, the, the fake trailer, there was a scene where this girl was on a trampoline, jumping up and down, up and down, and um, the killer takes a knife and shoves it through the, the tarp. And then the woman does that split thing, and then she lands her crotch on the knife. And I remember the audience went wild over that scene. But uh, here, uh, in this version, uh, he does the trampoline sequence, but not with her landing on a knife with her crotch. Instead, um... It was ankles
0: and legs and then neck, I think.
1: Right, right, right. But but the killer murders... um, uh, Evan. Is it Evan? Evan. No, not, no not it not Evan. Evan. Uh, no, it wasn't Evan. It was... Um, the, the, so, yeah, go on. Sorry. Let me just see. I just want to make sure here. I got this written down. I just want to make sure I got this right. Um, let me see. It, Lonnie. Lonnie was his That name. Boston okay.
0: fuckwad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: From the rival town. He, yeah. And his death sequence is absurdly awesome. Yes. That Now, that was
0: awesome. That was really... That, that made but me cringe it, a little bit, yeah.
1: But what did the killer do? He takes the guy's head and twists it around? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like he's trying to take off a, like a corkscrew. <laughs> like, yeah. Like a, you know, out of a bottle.
1: <laughs> and she's jumping on the trampoline. The killer goes underneath the trampoline and sticks the knife up. And then the girl like falls back. And then like the ni- she lands on the knife on her leg and everything. And then yeah. while she jumps back up, she lands on her. Stomach on it and then uh-huh. it hits her neck, all that stuff. Very di- slightly different from the extreme violence of the of the of the Thanksgiving uh, tr- Grindhouse trailer. But, but
0: you know what? That that John Carver is quick as a cat, man. I'm Like, he's fast.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, well, that's the thing about these slasher movies. The killers are always stealthy, even when they're like moving at like like a small five miles an hour. <laughs> I mean, we're we're talking
0: DC Flash comic fast. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, it's like the same thing with Jason Voorhees. You know, he's like constantly lumbering slowly, but somehow, some way, when a person thinks they've gotten away from him, they 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 turn around and there he is, right in front of them. Right, doesn't matter <laughs> how
0: run how fast you run, I'm still gonna find you or I'm still gonna get you. Uh, yeah, that, much like yeah, Halloween
1: that person could have caught a plane to Calcutta and, and Jason would have been there just waiting for him off the tarmac or, 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 or
0: have Michael Myers like hiding behind a bush, like, hello, I see you. Yeah.
1: So now at one point in the movie, um, Jessica's father admits that he probably shouldn't have had the right mart open the year previous right. because he admits that because he, when he lost, when he lost his wife, he was so preoccupied with working and trying to make, you know, make sure the family was well provided for and everything that, you know, and that he got married a second time with his new wife, uh, his new wife, uh, Kathleen, I believe, right. who was sort of like the rock that was with him together. But, you know, he decides I'm going to cancel this. Whole um store op- store opening on Thanksgiving. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. You know, and I gotta say, I gotta give Eli Roth a little bit of credit here. He actually does give some of the characters here, like motivation to, I guess you can say, sim- like find him sympathetic a little bit. Right, right. Like because I did, because that... I did feel, I did feel bad for the the, the father of of, of the Reitmart store because it seemed like he kind of realized yeah you know what maybe I'm going a little too far here I, I really right. stopped this and, and I feel and I felt even more bad for him later on in the movie what he has to endure even though it is kind of funny but still it's like right. oh my god right and, and
0: we get we get a glimpse of that too because he, even though at, right after the what right had had that the previous year had that the horrific you know thing happen um, he he said a lot like we said he said a lot of the stuff out, out of out of court but he also opened up a lot of scholarship funds hes also tried to um, make things better within, within town to try to smooth yeah. things over and a, a lot is a lot of that said and done in jest like because it's something you should do um, but then you, after that and then when, when that happens and then when you hear when you see what happens here you kind of, you kind of put two and two together like okay yes what what he did what he did. He was responsible for it, but he's also not just paying it lip service. He's not just only doing it out of the goodness of his. What you said, say, he's only not doing it for PR. He's doing it because he right. actually cares. That's right. that's, my, as, that's my long way of saying something.
1: Right, right. But as the old saying goes, all goes. Um, what is it again? I actually the, 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 the
0: road to hell is paved in good intentions. Good intentions, yes, that's the one. Yes. <laughs> and, and,
1: and therefore, that is the road that the father will be traveling soon in this movie. Now, there's a moment in the film where um, um, Evan and Gabby, uh, Jessica's friends, are abducted by the killer,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and Jessica manages to like avoid being caught by him as well. And, and then we're also introduced to a very weird moment where. Eula, the girl who's dating Scuba. Yeah. Her father arrives, and it turns out her father is like Russian or Eastern European, right? And and he says, "We moved to Florida now." Yes. And then they leave, and and Jessica's asking him, asking Scuba, "What's what was that all about?" And he goes, "I gotta be really honest." I've never, never met the I man. I've never met the man, but I gotta tell you, that's probably the most I've heard from him. Right. Well, <laughs> right, and I, and
0: I think it's either right before this part or right after this part, where it's it's Jessica, and I don't know if it's I don't think it's Scoob, I think it's the other girl, Jessica, and uh, maybe it's Gabby, um, and.
1: Uh, I'm, no. Uh... Uh, yeah, wait a minute, let me see.
0: I might be getting a no, no, timeline no, no, messed no, up. No,
1: no, 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 Evan and Gabby have been abducted okay. at this point in the movie. So, there was there one now part... It's, of... now, it's just, now it's just Jessica and, okay. and Scuba.
0: Alright, so before before that happened, I think um, it was Gabby and... Uh, or not Gabby and Evan, uh, G- Gabby and... What was the other girl's name? I'm sorry, I uh, just lost her mind. Um. Scuba um, and... Oh, shoot. Uh, it
1: was Gabby, Jessica and scuba okay and Eula
0: Eula okay so so I think it was Jessica and Gabby they were talking and then the, the officer or the, they said okay so I, look I want you guys to go home or, or if you're gonna go or if you're gonna go places please go and go be go together and don't split up and then he walks away and she goes okay well I'm gonna we should you know I gotta go do this or they, they split up basically they split up exactly after he says <laughs> and I thought that was the funniest thing ever it's not it wasn't done with the intention of like to like to, to disobey an order from the cop or from the it officer. Clue,
1: it was done yeah. on a clueless. Thing, right. Basically. They're like, like, okay, well, yeah,
0: don't split up. Go everywhere together. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Okay, let's split up. <laughs> like,
1: what the fuck just happened here? Yeah, it's it, I mean, I'm sure that was meant it meant to be funny. Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's almost like the writers forgot what they wrote. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I, I think, like, it, I think, like... I think it was meant
0: to be funny, but it was just, oh, yeah, it, it was. was just, it was so deadpan. It was like, it was so like, just like, it wasn't forced. It just was. It just happened organically, and it was. That made me chuckle so much. But let's, let's go moving on. So we're back to school. Well,
1: it's almost like the scene in, in Ghostbusters where when Bill Murray finally asks Harold Ramis, you know about the crossing the streams. He says, I'm fuzzy with the whole good-bad thing. What do you mean bad? And he tells him why it's bad. And then Murray's character shrugs it off by saying, okay, important safety tip. Thanks. Yeah, don't you know, cross the streams." A, yeah, yeah. But, okay, so, now, there's another character in the movie. I'm forgetting his name. But he's like this weird white trash type guy who's, like, living oh, in this house. You're, with, you're talking about son
0: is, of, the son of the son of the, the, the uh, guy who owns the gun shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's
1: got... And he's got a young brother who I swear to God looks like he's channeling Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I don't know if you got that feeling, but I felt like that's what he was doing. Yeah. But so they go to him, and he gives. He gives oh, because scuba yeah,
0: a, because he's trying to sell. He's selling beer tickets to his to his underage like high school party, <laughs> or something. Yeah, beer. yeah.
1: <laughs> but he's also selling. He's also giving scuba a gun. Right. Like, like at one point they're like looking at various guns. Like he's right. got an AK and right. everything. And do and do he you he have says, a gun?
0: I love it, we go on, go on AK-47, or was it, um, I forget, he, he shows up like three or four different kind of guns, he goes, here's a dirty, hairy gun, he was like, the, the scuba goes to the to the guy, he goes like, do you have any normal-sized human guns? <laughs>
1: and the guy's like, yeah, sure, alright. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, there's a moment where this guy that's selling the guns, he fires a, fires an old-fashioned a musket, like, you know. Musket, and that's going to come into play later in the movie because Jessica apparently was being trained by her dad, right for a commercial. That off, yeah, yeah, for a commercial, yeah, yeah. She trained for, for
0: yeah, she trained packing it with, uh with gunpowder, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and and the and the metal pellets too. Yes. So then, um they get the gun and they're going to go check on uh Eula, but as it turns out, the killer is there. Murders her father and the security, police security that's supposed yeah, to watch them. I
0: meant to ask you, do you think they were actually murdered with a tased? Because it looked like they were kind of tased or like knocked out. They could out. have been tased. But or, with a no- or, or, been, or knockout been, dart. Yeah,
1: we never get we it. could have been. Yeah. It might have been poisonous, though. But I love how it's a knockout dart that's done to kill them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, this killer has really put a lot of thought into this stuff. But I, I did
0: like how uh, Eli was... was um, leading the audience down that road with with, with Ula's death scene or Ula's scene here. She's, you see her talking on her phone uh, through uh, FaceTime with, uh, with, with Scuba and, and, and uh, was it Jessica, I think it was? Or was it just Scuba? Yeah, Scuba and Jessica. Right. So she's, she's sitting there. The yeah, yeah. so she's there and she's cleaning her ears with the Q-tips. And you think, okay, the, the killer's going to sneak up behind her and shove the Q-tips in her ears, right? No, she tosses the Q-tips away. No, he gets her with the um, the, the, the stuff that you, the, the two little prongs that you use for qu- uh, cornacob ears. <laughs> and just yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, punches yeah. her
0: eardrums. I'm like, oh my God, that was so horrific and like so awesome and just oh, it creeped me out <laughs> i loved
1: they it, do it her, they do it through they do it through a pov because it, it obviously it, it affects her hearing yes so you get a moment in the movie where like the the audio is like super low and you hear like a ring like a faint ring sound so but then um scuba and jessica arrive at Eula's house and they're gonna to try to save her, but unfortunately they're too late. Oh yeah, this is kill brutal. Him. Fuck me, yeah, it's yeah. brutal. So to explain this, Eula's father was having the house remodeled. Right. And upstairs there's a buzz saw, an upright buzz saw, that gets turned on by, by accident and of course what happens to Eula, Tim well-
0: uh, she, the killer pushes her on top of it, or
2: yeah, <laughs> and
0: uh, you know that was very Im- an impromptu kill because so what had happened is they confront him in the in the in the place where their con- uh, where all the construction is with the tarps and shit, and uh, what was it uh, Scuba pulls out the pistol, he's gonna, and they're like shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, and then. Yeah. Uh, you know he, he, he there's a scuffle and he he throws her on top of the the chains the the buzzsaw or the, the the table saw and her just guts everywhere it was yeah by far well a, a really gnarly death it was really bad
1: Scoob in shock and Scuba's is in, sho- in shock because he's like, you know they they were they were dating right. like at one point he said a line in there that could have been taken that's, like funny but i actually was like i was like no I, that that sounds pretty serious he's like sitting there in shock and he says Jessica what well, what do I do? What, what am I, I, I supposed to do? Yeah. I don't know. I, like, I don't know what. Wow, to. that was.
0: Yeah. No, his eyes get really wide. And it's just like, um, that is really a, a typical, normal, actual response. I'm like, I mean, I don't, and I don't mean to sound that, but it, this, it, it, but he had, like you said, he delivered the lines perfectly and they're both in shock. I mean, there's just blood splatter all over the, the plastic walls and the, the, the tarps and shit. And uh, I'm like, Wow. Uh, and I totally bought his performance completely 100% um,
1: yeah so now so now we come to the big you know finale where basically the sheriff says okay we're gonna try to the sheriff deduces that the killer may try to strike strike at the whole family at the Thanksgiving parade mm-hmm. so he says we're gonna go through the parade but we're gonna have some police around to try to catch him before he does something
0: and then we're gonna like round him up or, and corner him in the, the warehouse or something like that yeah
1: and and of course they because he's disguised himself as uh, John 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 Carver, right? Uh, they think, okay, well, this will be pretty easy to catch this guy. But as it turns out, not quite, Tim. Nope. Because oh, the god, the poor fucking mascot, man!
0: Jesus Christ, the was it the rabbit or the fucking I forget what the hell was the mascot that got decapitated? Uh, yeah, it was a uh,
1: it was a turkey uh, mascot. A turkey. I love how they just took. I love how it took one swing of that axe to just cut that dude's head right, off. Right,
0: right, right. Oh yeah, so this was a turkey mascot. Duh, it's turkey. It's a fucking Thanksgiving. Sorry. So yeah, uh, the, the turkey mascot, and then um, and then, but it's a clown.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that... So so, so, the, so the killer decides to wear a clown costume to right. totally throw off the police and thinking that they are going to get the killer because, again. He's this kid has been dressing up as John Carver. Right, but you're not,
0: now you're at a Thanksgiving Stephen Day Parade where almost where everybody has these masks, yeah. uh, and at some point, and I'm just wondering how come the cops didn't put a like an APB out or put out like, a, like some sort of fit, a warning saying we're collecting all these stupid masks, <laughs> you
1: know? But yeah, but that would have totally have given the whole thing away. That's right. the one thing. I mean, so I will agree that there is some elemental logic behind that, right? Faint as that is, but um, but I love how. The killer dressed in a clown suit. Right. That looks like it should be in the movie Terrifier. For oh, God's sake. Terrifier! I was I was gonna see even Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> but well, yeah. That too. I mean, either one. You know. I mean. Yeah. And, and then of course the Carver family. Oh, no, no, the, not the Carver family. The uh, the Wright family. family. The, the father, the stepmother, Jessica, as well as Scuba. They try to escape in the. And the police hide truck. The sheriff's. Yeah, the police truck, but the. The sheriff's deputy gets killed or knocked right. out or whatever. Right. And, and um, the killer knocks out the family and, and the boyfriend with right. the prank trank darts. Right. And then gets in the car, drives off. Oh, everybody.
0: Oh, yeah. Break this up, though. Remember the Mayflower taking out the the driver of the truck? Oh,
1: yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah, yeah. gross yeah.
0: as fuck, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah.
1: The, the, the sharp end of that boat. Yeah. Crashing through the glass and like going through the guy's head. Yeah. Grandpa (laughs) is no longer. Grandpa's face is no longer there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the two girls are screaming while the blood's like throwing. Right. Being flung at them. (laughs) Oh, man. Definitely over the top, even for this type of movie. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Back to the
0: police vehicle, guys.
1: Yeah. So the cops are trying to find John Carver, you know, John Carver, and they can't find him. And, um. They almost get like a, a reading on where he is, but it turns out he's not there. But yes. nevertheless, we do get one scene that I thought was really, really effective, and it's when the stepmother Jessica wakes up, oh. and she's, she's being, being basted. Covered. She's being basted by the kid, and everybody in the, the theater, most people that were there, were just chuckling. You know, obviously, because we know what's going on here. Right. But and also, if you've seen the fake trailer to Thanksgiving on Grindhouse you'd know exactly what the payoff is going to be. <laughs> if not, that's okay. The payoff is still is still worth it. So he's basing her and the killer the killer thinks that she's like still knocked out from the trank darts, but then once when he leaves, she wakes up mm-hmm. and then tries to, you know, tries to um, uh, escape. Escape but doesn't quite get out and then yes. of course the killer grabs her, and then what does he do, Tim?
0: He uh, he throws an axe in her back, and then uh, drags her back into the house.
1: And yeah, but then where does he put her next? Oh, he
0: puts her in, in the oven, Chris. Oh, uh,
1: in, the, in the giant pizza oven. Yes, there. and <laughs> uh, I gotta
0: say, watching that, I'm like, I'm glad they kind of cut away from that because that was getting really intense with, uh, yeah, with with her like starting to melt basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, be, being
1: being basted to perfection. <laughs> <laughs> So then, eventually, um, uh, Thomas, the father, uh, Jessica, Scuba, wake up. They're sitting at the table and I think that's been it's, set for them.
0: Right, and uh, I think uh, uh, Ula's there, and um... no, no,
1: no, 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 no. A- Evan and Gabby are uh, Evan and Gabby. Yeah, sorry, sorry Evan they and were Gabby. Abducted. Yeah, and then the killer comes in, and speaks through like a voice uh, scrambling system. Mm-hmm. You know basically telling them what he's doing and why he's doing it and everything and or why are you thankful yeah. and you're gonna yeah. go viral yeah. and all that
0: nonsense oh yeah
1: yeah yeah so basically putting this all on uh, online where it's actually getting like tons of likes from people that are apparently not understanding yeah. that this is a psychopathic killer right. on the loose and, and then murdering goes, people <laughs> yeah hey,
0: evan what are you thankful for you Thankfully, gonna go viral now and all this kind of stuff and yeah, yeah. And
1: then what does he do to Evan though? Tim? Oh, what he takes this, he
0: takes out like this big old like meat tenderizer like freaking mallet and just goes a to town on his head.
1: <laughs> oh, and then and then the part with Gabby is that. Oh yeah, he he takes he out, takes the corkscrew.
0: Right, and it sticks in her yeah. neck, and then, and then fills and then, up and then, and
1: then he, a wine then fills up a wine glass. But then what does he say? He says gotta let it breathe. Like, you gotta let it breathe a little bit before you enjoy the wine. Or like that. Yeah. Apparently,
0: Eli Roth knows nothing of like once a body's dead, the uh, blood just starts to curdle. It's not uh, liquid like that. Oh no,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's not. But it's it's fun. Yeah, it, it's effective. Yes, it is. It's a fun. I, I,
0: I, again, you don't. You. It's um. It's
1: a movie. <laughs> but not as fun as the punchline that happens to uh, Kathleen. Who who, oh. who is revealed to be the main turkey dinner, with right. her head decapitated. Right. What, what,
0: what, what was the character's name again? What was her name? Uh, it was Kathleen. It was Kathleen. Kathleen. He's like, now you're gonna. Kathleen's been cooking all day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and you feel so bad. And again, I felt so bad for the for the husband because right. he was just. Like at one point, the killer carves up Kathleen's leg. And right, it looks like, like like a perfectly cooked turkey right. leg. Right, you, 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 know, should, the white you should have.
0: Right, you should have the first bite. <laughs> Basically, is what he's saying. To, yeah,
1: yeah, and he and, and, and he just starts, vom- yeah, he starts vomiting and like disgust. through, 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 well his, through, through his through his through his gag. But, yes, yeah, in the meantime,
0: through through his mouth gag. Yeah, because yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's uh, right. been gagged, but yeah,
1: right. But in the meantime. Scuba and Jessica managed to get free because when they visited the guy that was, they were borrowing the gun from, he gave him a ring that has like a little blade that comes out of it. That can help cut the, that can like help cut the rope. So that's what they do. And then eventually they break free and, um, uh, she manages to escape and she runs all the way over to the factory that produced the Thanksgiving floats and then when she gets there she finds the sheriff knocked out on the ground. Mhm. And um um they uh, what happened? It was um,
0: I, she sees I Ev, she sees Evan. She, she thinks Evan. No
1: no, 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 she sees no, she sees Bobby. It's Bobby. Oh, Bob, Bobby. Evan, oh, Evan's it? gone. Like he, right, like, right, he sorry. Just disappears from the narrative. Right. Like, B- Bobby,
0: the, the the baseball pitcher. Yeah, the the um her old boyfriend yes yeah. um, and she she sees him running away from wherever it was uh he was we were at I think they were the, the um they escaped from the wherever wherever they were being held um sorry <clears throat> my brain is a little bit foggy from the, of the last few days um anyway so she she gets a sheriff's gun and she wakes up the sheriff or whatever it is or that does I don't think she wakes him up she just gives his gun right Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. But he, yeah. But, she
1: grabs his, well, well, he he wakes up, right? And then and, they go inside, and they see Bobby inside right. the uh, the warehouse the warehouse taking the mask off. So right. oh. immediately they're like, "He's the killer." They right. They think Right. Because so,
0: and she and he, she says, "Give me." He goes, "Give me the gun and go away outside. I'll be. I'll, I'll, we're I'll, we'll, we're we're going to finish this tonight. we it'll be okay." Uh, and then you hear like six gunshots, and then you see the sheriff come out, and
1: um, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he it, says that Bobby—he shot at Bobby, but he managed to escape. Yes. But but now that they have an idea of who the killer is, so they're going to be on high alert. Oh, and wait. Everything. I think did, did we, I think we skipped something, didn't we? Um, no,
0: I don't think we did. I think because John Carver chased her through the forest, right? We, and then she finds the police yeah. officer. Okay, okay. Never mind. Yeah, go on.
1: Sorry, go on. But so so you think this is the big wrap up? But Tim, it's not the big wrap up because. Well, because now uh, they're at the
0: office, or I guess, of the. Oh God, how do I? Of the
1: where it, it's it's of the warehouse. The warehouse, and uh, yeah.
0: you know, and he's um, talking to her and, and everything. He's like, he's like, you did, we did good. We're gonna go now. Um, you, you, you've you've really um, been with, with every step of the way, leading you know, and you've been great. And but she notices something. She notices. Um, was it, it's a throwback, it's a, it's a flashback to earlier in the film where he's like it's, even the small details can uh, be well, lead the, the big yeah, things basically.
1: Right, right, well it's not just that she notices that he has those prickly things right. that he, For, he got outside from one of the plants that she ran, ran past. Through, right, because she jumped so, the fence
0: and uh, her bracelet got stuck on the fence and he ran through the same prickly bush as she did, so and she notices that the shoes were the same and so he's like well i guess i'm had you know basically now i got to wrap yes. up the loose now, ends
1: so so as it turns out yes our intrepid local sheriff is the killer right which is why i mentioned the movie the prowler and farley granger in case anybody caught that reference right and and uh, why
0: and why is he doing all this what is his stake because he's not the other normal red herrings that they've they've sprinkled throughout this film for the last let's oh, say 90 yeah. minutes
1: right he did this because he and Amanda were having an, had an affair and she was pregnant with his child.
0: And she was going to leave. She died. Yeah, and she, she was going to leave
1: uh,
0: the, the the manager
1: uh, of Wright yeah. And but they but were going to be together. Got, yeah, but of course she got killed, and obviously he's looking for somebody to blame. In this case, the mob of people, the Wright family. Jessica's friends for videoing the whole incident yes so that's what he was going to do and now he's going to have to kill her right there but what does she do Tim that uh, uh, changes the whole thing what does she do Uh, well she
0: she escapes and um uh um and, and I guess well,
1: she well, wait, she live streamed the conversation. Oh, that's right. She's like, yeah. yes,
0: that's yes. And she was like, yes, and thank you. Now we're, you've gone viral, basically, and yeah, yeah. That's right. That's I forgot. Enough. She pulls a phone out. Yeah. Now he's pissed, and he chases her into the down out of the office of the warehouse into the warehouse, and she runs in the uh, Bobby and we should know we never said this, but Bobby's father owns like a, a towing company, and. Yeah. Um, and he's been working for his father uh, during breaks and stuff like that from college. And so... Yeah, the tow truck just happens to be there at the warehouse. <laughs> uh, convenient, convenient. I mean, I'm sure they they, they impounded it for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, sorry, I'm losing my voice already. Um, so then, uh, Bobby and uh, Jessica um, are, are, are being chased, and they, and they get into the vehicle, or they get into the, the tow truck, and they try to make an escape, but uh, McDreamy <laughs> um, throws, uh, you know, wraps up the truck chain around. I forget um, some sort of um, pole uh, or a so, column. A yeah, column, like, yeah, uh, column, right. Yeah. But while this is going on, um, <clears throat> Jessica turns on the this uh, the, the uh, this gas tank and blow and uh, is starting to blow up this big old uh, Thanksgiving Day turkey float parade thing. Now I don't know. Yeah, it- Yeah, some sort of flammable gas, anyway.
1: Yeah, and then she grabs that musket that they had there. Right. And she loads it up. And she packs it. Yep, and then she fires it at that thing, and it blows up, killing the sheriff. And we think that's the end, but as it turns out, not quite, because they couldn't, after when the police get there. They couldn't find the body. They can't find the body. Oh, but Ryan shows up. (laughs) Right,
0: (laughs) right. And so, but, but, but much like my bloody Valentine Day, my bloody, my bloody Valentine's Day, the, um, the remake. You see um, um, uh, the EMTs running out, and you, but we never get they they don't ever real reveal Patrick Dempsey if he's if his sheriff character survives or not. But yeah, we get yeah. you one can assume, and I uh, I'm automatically draw the bells between those two films. Sorry, my voice is really going, guys. I apologize. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, going on, Chris. <clears throat> well, no, and then of course it turns out uh, Gabby. And, um, Scuba are all right, as well as her father, Jessica's father are all right. 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 At least they've been rescued basically. And then we get the, uh, the obligatory semi surprise, uh, ending in which, uh, Ryan and Jessica are sleeping together in bed. And then she, she turns over and sees the door is open and she thinks something's going on. And then, uh, she goes, um, she goes
0: she goes to the walking closet to to look she sees nothing she turns around and then there's this big fiery shadow that grabs her and pulls her back into the yep it's, it,
1: it's basically new and on, the sheriff on fire coming after her right. and then, you know the
0: end you know right well then, then, <laughs> but, that, but, but, but then she wakes up and then realizes it was just a dream I think right oh
1: yeah it was just a dream yeah, yeah. it was just a dream
0: yeah, and then uh, yeah, then that's um, uh, I wouldn't say my bloody Valentine. That that's Thanksgiving. No, that
1: was Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I uh, I mean, it is. I I think the idea of, of, of the sheriff being the killer in this was a little bit of a stretch. I thought. Yeah. I mean, it was an okay reveal. I didn't hate it, but I was like, uh, you know. Well, we might, I might like the the motivation's interesting, but I like logistically speaking, I, I find it interesting that you know no one ever wonders hey the sheriff hasn't been around here for (laughs) you know i mean it's like he hasn't been around here when the killer is like suddenly shown up at like the the thanksgiving parade i wonder where he is you know right but but besides that you know it, it, it is a decent little movie i i think i think for what it is it's worth checking out i I'm going, to, I'm going to still give it a thumbs up just because it's, it is entertaining and, yeah. it, and it does have its moments of ridiculousness and seriousness in it, too. Yeah. So I, I do think it's worth checking out. No, I, I really did. I
0: really liked it a lot. I thought um, that, it, again, uh, we, I mentioned it before, a throwback to the 80s, lots of wonderful little nuggets of just horror goodness that uh, are sprinkled throughout. And, um, I yeah, I mean, it's, it's great for what it was, in my opinion. So I, I give it a thumbs up. Um, now I, I did have some fun facts, but we just nailed all of, all four of them that I yeah, had. So <laughs> there, there's no need for me to retread something I've already, that was already, uh, said. Um, yeah, so that is our Thanksgiving episode, dear listeners.
1: Well, before Tim's voice goes out, yeah. Tim, what, what have you got to say for the for the? for our fans out there. (laughs) Uh,
0: So with that, our little Thanksgiving special has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed this. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the film and our little podcast episode. We hope you'll join us again next month for our season finale as we cover the new classic released last year called The Violent Night. So be sure to watch along with us and join us for the fun. For Chris K, I'm Tim Kazda. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great night and a happy Thanksgiving. And yeah. God willing, my voice will be back to normal by our f- season finale. Yes, happy Thanksgiving, Chris. Happy Thanksgiving, Dave. Happy Thanksgiving, dear listeners. Good night.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to Season 9 of THSP. H-S-P.
2: Oh, son of a, b- 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 son of a, b- 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 son of a, a b- 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 gun. <laughs> you thought I was gonna say uh, son of a bitch, didn't you? <laughs> hey, b- b- that's all, folks. <laughs>